sunshine bitches welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch i'm your host connie wang i hope you guys are all having an awesome tuesday after memorial day weekend which means it is officially the summer of 2023 you guys um i hope you guys all had a really good memorial day weekend and you know what let's just like start with that we can start with spit talk so anyways first things first we got hot girl huddle so hit it editing connie I had such a good time, my family and I, and like my extended family. So it was like me, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, and then like all of his family basically. So it was like 16, actually 18 of us in a cabin in uh, New Hampshire this weekend, North Conway. We had the best time. I guess I'll just start with spit talk since we're talking about the weekend. But yeah, basically my whole family went camping in, well, actually it's not really camping. It was more like glamping. Honestly, it was it was not even glamping. We just visited New Hampshire, but it was a very cabiny kind of feel. Uh, the whole weekend was just like so much fun. Lots of like campfires, s'mores, lots of family hikes. I feel like hiking is like the best activity, especially for like a large family because it's like free and like you don't, it's like not too much coordination. Everyone's goal is the same. Just get up and down the mountain. Uh, and yeah, so basically I had a really fun time today. I've just been like an emotional wreck though, because we left this morning at like eight or 9am and then like the toll, like two and a half hour car ride home. I was just crying to Jimmy about like how I was sad that it was over. Cause I just had such a good time with my family and it's really hard because my sister lives like uh, like 12 hours away in Hawaii basically and she's always like six hours time difference so it's just been really nice getting a lot of family time with her but then it's also sad because then it's like oh, it's just like the one thing that I was really looking forward to is over so yeah if I seem a little down it's just because it's that like uh what's it called it's it's like that like post-vacation hangover kind of I'm just sad to be back to normal life but it is okay overall we had the best weekend ever and this weekend means that summer has officially begun which is super exciting um I'm really excited because this feels like a real summer this summer I don't have like school I don't have clinic or anything I'm kind of just like waiting to uh hear back from the licensure people well actually first I need to submit all of my license stuff but yeah this is like my last big summer vacation you guys isn't that kind of crazy like literally this is my last summer vacation because evidently uh, grown-ups don't really get summer vacation, which is very rude. They don't get an allotted, like, month off of work and stuff. So, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Just not have a summer vacation for the rest of my life? So, yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy the summer vacation that I do have. I'm trying to make, like, a little bucket list. So, you guys should definitely help me come up with a bucket list of things I should accomplish this summer. Uh, as a good little RIP, a little funeral to my summer vacation experience. So, yeah, anyways, that is what I have this week for Spit Talk. Now let's get into my eyes and O's, my ins and outs of the week. Alrighty, you guys. So for my eyes and O's, my ins and outs of the week. First things first, my in of the week. Okay, you guys, I'm saying it here. You guys heard it here first although you might have heard it other places as well, it is the summer of the workout dress, specifically the golf dress. So last summer, um, I, I forget if I mentioned this on the podcast or not. I actually had this podcast last summer, which is kind of crazy. But anyways, last summer, I became obsessed with these Amazon workout dresses. They're like the perfect length. They're like kind of like these tennis dresses. They're not too short, not too long, breezy and flowy. Um, and these workout dresses also have like a built-in bra and like built-in undershirts in them. So it just feels kind of like this like onesie that is like perfect to wear when it's like hot out um you just literally like throw it on and you don't have to worry about 
like the rest of your outfit. That's what I love about dresses in particular. You just throw it on and the outfit's already there. Yeah, this is like kind of similar, except this is the summer of the golf dress, which is basically a workout dress, but instead there's also a preppy little collar on the top. Um, and it really gives it that like Meredith Blake from the Parent Trap movie vibes. Um, it's just so like chic and preppy and put together. I found a bunch of really cute ones at TJ Maxx recently, and I feel like I've been seeing them, like people wearing them all over TikTok. It's just like such a good, easy way to like look really put together. Um, and like instead of wearing like shorts and a t-shirt to like Target to pick up stuff for errands it's just so easy to just throw on with like sunglasses that is the crossroads that I am at right now people is as an adult I feel like I've like matured from girlhood to womanhood where now like I don't want to just wear like gym shorts in my college t-shirts to run errands anymore like I have to put the college t-shirts to rest okay it's been like what like 10 years since the freshman year of college like I need to give it a rest uh, I need some more casual clothes to just throw on so anyways I think it's about time that I turn my college t-shirts into like one of those like blankets or whatnot that people do with old t-shirts and I'm trying to find more options that are just easy to throw on look put together and basically like an adult outfit that doesn't involve like saying like mud volleyball 2013 like it's time to put that to rest connie okay so yeah anyways uh goodbye to my mud volleyball t-shirts hello to my golf dresses and my out of the week oh my gosh i'm like so distracted by this right now by my out my out of the week is actually mosquito bites okay so as we were in new hampshire on these hikes and whatnot you would think like bug spray and stuff would work but let me tell you those new hampshire mosquitoes are built different they are so aggressive my whole family is coming home with like a, a bunch of red mosquito bites uh and it's just like really irritating and you know what i learned this weekend i want to spread the good word apparently my brother-in-law told me this now i don't know if i really believe it because he's kind of like one of the non-believers right like every family is split exactly in half it's a non-believer ends up with a believer right so mike is the non-believer he told told me that apparently you know the old wives tale about how like you can suck out the venom from um well you can suck out the like poisonous substance from a mosquito and then that will prevent it from itching apparently that is a lie uh, i don't know if you guys have heard this before so basically people used to think that if you get bitten by a mosquito you actually won't feel the itch until you scratch it because that spreads the like mosquito venom so there's little devices that you have where you stick them right on top of the mosquito bite and you like you like suck up all of the poison and it's supposed to help uh but mike said apparently that people used to only do that they would circle like the mosquito bite and mark it with an x uh, back in the old days to mark if people had like malaria or something it doesn't actually have any factual proof that your mosquito bites will not itch if you don't scratch them so i don't know how i got on this tangent but basically my out of the week is mosquito bites i don't really know how to fix it um it's kind of the bane of my existence i always get mosquito bites on like the worst parts of my body like the knuckle of my fingers and like the weird tragus part of my ear and then also like the big ball of my ankle like what are these mosquito bites or what are these mosquitoes doing targeting these areas? If anything, these are like not the meaty areas that they should go for. They need to like be going for like, it's like my thighs or something. But yeah, like now these mosquito bites are just annoying. And like for what? Like did the mosquitoes even get any blood from that? I don't know. So that is my out of the week. And yeah, so anyways, that is Hot Girl Huddle. Now onto the main episode. So today, for today's main episode, I want you, fellow listener, to listen up because I know you right now are probably putting off something that you know you need to get done. You have some like little task that's like hanging around in the back of your head and you haven't gotten around to it yet. 
Oh my god, you guys, editing Connie here. This episode was totally inspired by mosquitoes just like tediously like buzzing around in your ear. And like you don't know why. And it's like looming over you, right? Those like little tasks are like the bane of my existence. They weigh me down. I always have something. If it's not taxes, if it's not FAFSA related, if it's not like renter uh, related or like apartment related or like school related. There's always something hanging on to me like in the back of my mind and it's so inconvenient and I just want to get it done. So anyways, today's episode is to help you guys all tackle those little tedious tasks that are in the background that are weighing you down to just help you get those tasks done and live a more carefree life. I know that we are all going through that right now. For me personally, my tedious task I'm trying to get done is my licensure applications. I just, I just got to get them done, got to get them sent in so that way I can get my license back and start getting to work. So yeah, anyways, Reverend Connie is here today to help you guys tackle those little tedious tasks. So first things first, I feel like I have to distinguish. There are many different types of these like little tasks, right? So first we have those tasks that like take a long time to do. They might not take that much brain power or be that hard, but they're just like unpleasant to do them because it's so time-consuming and arduous. So the key to really make and tackle this is to just make the experience a lot more pleasant to get through, whether that's like going through a coffee shop, listening to a podcast in the background, like getting really caffeinated. Like this is like one type of task, right? A different type of task is tasks that are really easy and like quick to do, but sometimes you just like don't want to do it because it's almost like you know how quick they are. So then you don't feel any obligation to do them because you're just like, oh, I can do them later. So for these tasks, it's really different tackling these because the difficulty here is like creating a sense of urgency and like ownership or like responsibility around them, right? So like, do you see why it's kind of important to know what kind of task it is to help you tackle it? Um, another task is like types of tasks that require a lot of brain energy. That could be like writing a letter, writing something creative. Um, it's just really important in this case to know like when your brain functions at its most optimum time. I've talked about this before on here, but like I genuinely just know that my brain works so much better at nighttime in so many ways. So like it's kind of inconvenient because then I have to utilize my creative brain power at night, which means usually that I get less sleep rather than trying to like force the work during the day. And that is my beef. I know I mentioned this like once every other episode, but I just have beef with the fact that like the world is made for, uh, what is it? Like morning birds, morning, it's night owls and morning, early morning birds that get the one. I don't know. The world is made for like morning birds, which is so tedious for us night owls. So that's another kind of task to consider is tasks that require a lot of brain energy versus like physical energy. And like and the last task that I want to mention is tasks that you're putting off because you're not exactly clear on like how to do them or like what the experience is going to look like. So the key here is really getting a better idea of like how long something's going to take, what to expect with it. Like once your brain can conceptualize what the experience will be like and kind of flush that out a little bit more, then it'll be much more easy to tackle that task. But anyways, that is all the different types of tasks basically that you have to tackle. So the first thing that I like to do when I have a tedious task and I don't want to do it is you have to make the decision. Now this kind of sounds a little bit um, self-explanatory and obvious, but hear me out. You have to make the decision of, is this a calendar task or not? Meaning, I like to follow what's called the two-minute rule. So some of you guys might have heard of this before. I think it's from the book Atomic Habits. Basically, the idea is that if the task will take two minutes or less, then just do it right now. Just do it the second you think about it. Like, do it without hesitating. Just jump right into it. Get it done. Don't think about it much. Um, if it will take longer than two minutes, then write it down and put it on the calendar, like plan a specific time for it. I know it sounds silly that I'm even reminding you guys, but trust me, it makes a really big difference to either like just 
intuitively just do it and not think about it and like not let your brain get in the way um, versus to like set an intention for it and like have your own personal deadline for things. Like I, I, I just felt like I couldn't make this episode without at least mentioning this two minute hack. Uh, Mel Robbins actually has another really good hack. I think it's like called the counting back by five method. So let's say like you have to do the dishes and you really don't want to do them. That's another example of like a tedious task that's like easy to do, but like annoying. Um, all you do is tell yourself like, okay, I'm going to start counting backwards from five. And by the time I hit zero, then I'm just going to get up and just do it. It's as simple as that. It's kind of nice because it's like almost like personal accountability. So like if you're just laying on the couch and you want to wash your dishes, you're like, all right, I'm going to wash my dishes in five, four, three, two, one. And then the second you hit one, it's almost like that kind of signals to your brain to just like something has to happen. So just like get up, put one foot in front of the other. And before you know it, you can like get these things done. Um, but these are just like kind of little quick hacks to like trick your brain into getting started with things. Another key thing, this also sounds very obvious, but when I explain the detail of how to do it, it might make a little bit more sense. Um, you have to tell someone and almost have that like accountability partner, like someone else that Either like you can meet up with them to do this task because chances are they probably have a tedious task that they don't want to do either. Um, but also if you're an adult, I feel like adults don't get to like meet up with people all the time the way that students do. Like that was the awesome student life that I'm going to miss for sure is just like going to a coffee shop with someone randomly at like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. But anyways, the key tip here is that you have to find a specific type of accountability partner, okay? You can't go to that friend that's totally going to just like enable you and just like agree with you every time you say something's hard, right? You either want to tell that friend that you really trust to hold you accountable and they have to like understand why this tedious thing is important for you to do. So for example, my pharmacy school best friend, Melissa, she has always been like my accountability like friend because I can always trust her to be real with me and like she will always tell me if she doesn't think like something's realistic if I can't do something um so yeah choose someone that you know can keep you in line and like let you know how things really are or this is also an interesting thing I don't know how many self-help gurus will really uh agree with this but I just feel like personally I really feel this tell someone that you either admire about this task or tell someone that you think will judge you if you don't get this thing done I know you know who I'm talking about you have someone in your life where like if you tell them something you're just gonna feel obligated to do it because either one you don't want to let this person down because they admire you or they think so highly of you or two you just don't want to get judged by them okay so sometimes it's just easier to like do the thing than get judged by someone and they're like oh you didn't do this yet so yeah think of like that special someone in your life tell someone have that accountability partner that's a good way to get things done another thing that I like to do I've mentioned this before on the podcast but this is more like the nitty-gritty of how to do it do one small productive easy thing before to just get this like snowball effect of being productive going so for some reason my snowball initiator task is always washing the dishes I don't know what it is um, it always feels like it, it feels like a trigger for me when I get started something about like feeling the hot water on my hands like taking off my engagement ring and medit oh I, also I'm outing myself you guys I know I mentioned this a couple episodes back yes I am still taking off my engagement ring to wash the dishes I know it's a bad habit I think I'm gonna try to kick that and start washing the dishes with my ring but Anyways, part of my meditative process is when I feel that hot water, I get the pan soapy, it almost signals to my brain, even like the smell of the soap, I feel like it signals to my brain like, okay, Connie, it's time to get started. I usually put my hair up. Something about this whole like routine, it really is like a routine of getting
getting work done. I've tried doing this before with other types of tasks and I do wanna warn you guys, this tip can be very distracting if it's not the right task. For me, like I know getting the dishes done will really always take like 10 minutes. It's not super distracting or anything like that. But I have tried this method before where instead of washing the dishes, I'm like organizing like a really crowded like bin or something. Um, and that's not as helpful for me personally because something always distracts me in it. Like usually I'll find like memorable things. I'll be like, oh my God, like my report card from like the second grade. And then I'll be like, oh my God, my diary entries from middle school. And then before you know it, like two hours have passed and mentally I'm stuck in 2004. And now I'm tired and I don't have the energy to do anything else. So really pick your initiator task very carefully. Uh, let me think of another, you know what? Another initiator task could even be just like putting on your makeup. Just doing something that kind of signals to you like, okay, I'm ready to get my day started. No matter what, after I do this, it's time to get started. And it's very similar also to like a wind down routine. That's why people love routines. They're kind of like signals to your brain. So for me, I feel like whenever I'm taking off my makeup, I'm wiping off my mascara and stuff, that's almost a signal to me like, okay, you're taking off your armor. It's time to go to bed. It's time to relax. You don't have to be on anymore. I feel like that's really important because like as people, this is a side tangent, but people that work in healthcare, I don't know if you guys feel this way. I always feel like I have to be on for other people. Like the moment I show up to work, like I have to have it all together. I have to be like the peppy leader because like, I just feel like I have to like lead my patient into the right decisions. I have to like lead my like, or you know, make decisions and like lead my team or whatever. It's just a lot of like, honestly acting like I have it all together. And so having that signal at nighttime to unwind is just as important and productive as having that like signal for you guys to get started with your day. Alternatively, this is a good alternative to the snowball productivity uh, hack is find a task that's actually even more daunting that you don't want to do. So that way you can start seeing this task that you're trying to tackle as a way to procrastinate the other big thing. Again, I don't know how self, how many like self-help gurus will agree with this. I just know that this is practical and I identify with this. So basically, for example, uh, I put off doing my taxes like for so long, but then eventually I was like, okay, the IRS is going to come for me. Like I need to do my taxes. Just kidding. I don't even make enough money yet for the IRS to care about me. But for the sake of this story, I put off my taxes and then at the same time, I also had to like clear my roster, which was a much more daunting and overwhelming task. So I didn't want to do my taxes, but then when I was like, okay, what's the alternative, Connie? Working on this clearance thing that'll take you hours and hours and will not have a definitive end. Then I was like, all right, you know what? I think I'd rather do my taxes. Yes, that will take me like like 30 minutes, maybe to an hour, but at least that will have a much more definitive end. So I feel like this is kind of helpful for getting you to do those tedious little tasks is kind of use it as a way to procrastinate for those larger, more daunting tasks that don't have a more definitive end because this will always be much more attractive. Like a task that's, even though it's tedious, a task that has a definitive end and is concrete and easy to check off your checklist will always seem much more attractive than that like big kind of unclear project that like you, you don't really know where to get started. I think that in itself is another tip is a lot of times, I know I mentioned it briefly in the beginning of the episode, a lot of times what makes tasks challenging is not doing the task itself. It's because you feel like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. And that in itself is just so overwhelming and daunting. So a lot of the advice that people give to like get your task done is to, you know, like break it up into smaller pieces. That way it's very easy to sequentially follow like step after step. But I think the biggest thing that you have to do and something I learned in dental school that's really helpful is asking around. Like asking upperclassmen or asking your fellow peers, your colleagues, your coworkers, 
what to expect from doing something because the moment that you understand a little bit more what to expect then it's almost like okay you know what then I want to get this done with so I don't have to worry about it anymore but it's that first step because while it's still in the unknown and you don't know what to expect it's like much more overwhelming and daunting so anyways the last thing that you have to do um, definitely try this I know this is like age-old advice but it really does work for me is doing the thing for five minutes just five minutes because chances are if you do a task for five minutes even if you're just doing it for one minute you're gonna be like okay this really isn't as bad as I thought so just jump in tell yourself all you have to do is the five minutes then you can quit if you really want chances are you're not gonna quit at five minutes you're just gonna keep going until you get that done so one way that I like to do this is instead of just setting a five minute timer it's kind of boring because my attention span is literally so short I like to split it up into at least like two to three of my like favorite songs that way songs I feel like are much more interesting. They tell a story of like ups and downs a lot more. And then when it passes, you're like, okay, let me listen to the next song, right? Like find a way to kind of gamify and make the experience a little bit more addicting and to make yourself like want to keep going. So songs are really great for this. Get a playlist going, like a five minute playlist on Spotify. Um, and just be like five minute playlist number one, five minute playlist number two. And on each playlist, just make like two to three, just add like two to three short songs that can add up to five minutes. And there you go. Boom. Depending on the day, you can be like, okay, I'll choose my five minute playlist number one or five minute playlist number two. It's just a fun way to kind of gamify the whole process. So anyways, that is my best advice to getting that thing that's annoying you, that little tedious thing that you've been pushing off done. I hope that you guys find this episode helpful at all. Um, I know it's not like the most groundbreaking thing, but I really do feel and believe that the most heavy things that we carry around us don't have to be so heavy. We're just making them heavy because these things compound with time, right? So like, the first day that you think about getting your taxes done, you're like, oh man, I gotta get them done. It's not that heavy though. By the time you've been thinking about getting your taxes done for a whole week, it's really compounded and it's becoming like much more of a problem than it has to be when it can be solved in like 30 minutes. So I'm just a big proponent of actually really honing in on getting those little things done. You're gonna feel much better at the end of it and you're just gonna be, you're, it's really gonna snowball, like I said. Like getting something productive done, oh, that reminds me. Doing your bed, making your bed in the morning is an excellent snowball initiator task to get the day going. But anyways, yeah, you're going to feel a lot better once you get it going. So listen to Reverend Connie. I promise you guys that you guys can get whatever you need done. Just follow these easy steps. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you like what you heard, please leave a comment and a review or and a rating on Apple Podcasts and then also a rating on Spotify. I would super appreciate that. And I will see you guys for Chief Complaints on Friday. Bye!